You're listening to the Candida Chronicles with your host, Dr. Jeff McCombs. Welcome to the Candida Chronicles, a podcast where we learn all about Candida and how to safely and effectively treat it. I'm Dr. Jeff McCombs, and I'll be your host for today's episode on Candida Diets and Lufenarum. I've been working with patients with Candida for probably as long as I've been practicing, a little over 31 years. I developed the Candida plan over 23 years ago as a way to reverse the effects of antibiotics and restore healthy balance and function to the entire body and correct fungal Candida back to its normal yeast form. During that time, I've seen a lot of different treatments come and go, while our approach has continued to be successful from the very beginning and remains the same approach as it was over 23 years ago. The range of candida treatments varies from time-proven and safe fatty acid treatments to dangerous drugs that create resistant strains of candida and a lot of side effects in the body to obscure treatments like turpentine. With candida being an orphaned condition by the medical profession, many people take advantage of this void by selling anything and everything they can to make a buck. While promising a quick cure, they put down everything and everyone else in an attempt to steer people away from following sound advice. Lufeneron, also known as Candida cell wall suppressor, or Candida cleanser, or Chitin synthesis inhibitor, is a good example of this trend. Many approaches that people have tried haven't been successful in treating Candida, and some have even been harmful. One of the treatments that is both unsuccessful and potentially harmful is the veterinarian medicine, Lufeneron which, as I just mentioned, is also known as candida cell wall suppressor. Uh, yes, uh, veterinary medication, which is what most people don't know, is a veterinary medication designed for dogs and cats and is being sold online to anyone who thinks that they may have candida. It's easy to find a supplier of this medication, uh, generally through China, uh, order enough of it, and then you um, can sell it here in the United States. Uh, some of you may have heard of Lufeneron, although most people haven't, but many people have heard of it by other names that it goes under. Uh, the Candida Cleanser, Candida Cell Wall Suppressor, Chitin Synthesis Inhibitor, etc. Regardless of which one you use, you should know that you're using flea medication designed for dogs and cats. And since it is a medication, as with all medications, it's going to have side effects. So what is Lufeneron and why are people being sold this flea medication? Well, Lufeneron was developed as a way to treat fleas in dogs and cats. The way that Lufeneron, or Candida cell wall suppressor, is supposed to work is by making it so that fleas can't develop an outer shell for their bodies. That outer shell is composed of a substance called chitin. Now, chitin is what gives this harder outer shell or exoskeleton its strength. 
most people are more aware of the exoskeletons of beetles and other bugs. And um, mufeneron or these chitin synthesis inhibitors are also used to treat uh, other insecticides, uh, other insects. Um, but so why would someone sell it for use in humans against candida? Well, candida has an outer cell wall membrane that contains a little bit of chitin, but not typically very much. The majority of that outer cell wall membrane is composed of sugars and fats. Sugars such as mannins and beta-glucans, fats such as phospholipids and ergosterol, something similar to cholesterol in humans. And of course there's going to be some proteins of which chitin uh, belongs to that class. In the typical yeast organism, which is a form that candida takes, chitin will make up anywhere from 0 to 20 percent of the cell wall membrane, not a significant amount. In 2012, researchers from the University of Aberdeen, which is a university that does a significant amount of research on candida, and Aberdeen being in the UK, United Kingdom, found that chitin levels will increase 1.6 times when the yeast form of candida converts to its fungal form. So that would be a chitin level of anywhere from 0 to 32 percent, a level that is significantly less than even 50 percent of the cell wall membrane. What the researchers in the 2012 study pointed out is that something, uh, which I've also seen in many other studies, um, what they state is uh, this, the cell wall of candida is dynamic structure. Uh, the cell wall is a dynamic structure, and inhibition of one cell wall component can lead to a compensatory increase in another. So that means if you're trying to suppress or inhibit candida, that's just going to cause an increase of other components in the cell wall membrane, as candida will always work to keep its cell wall membrane strong and intact. And that's candida. It's an amazing organism. It has an amazing ability to adapt almost instantly. The majority of candida cell wall membrane is, again, sugars and fats. So when you try to reduce or inhibit chitin, it causes an increase in the other substances, the sugars and fats, which are already in the great majority of that cell wall membrane. And the sugars and fats, that's the preferred form that candida uses. Again, chitin makes up very little of that cell wall membrane. Uh, this in itself doesn't appear to indicate that addressing chitin is going to have uh, an effect on candida or affect its ability to spread throughout the body. Uh, in 2005, researchers from the University of California, San Francisco, decided to look at whether or not lufeneron had any antifungal effects. They found, and I quote, no evidence of inhibition either by susceptibility testing or direct microscopic examination of treated cells was obtained with lufeneron. So in other words, there was no antifungal effect from lufeneron. In contrast, they showed that a known chitin synthesis inhibitor, nicomycin Z, had a potent inhibitory effect against chitin in the fungal cell wall membranes. Their conclusion was, Lufeneron does not appear to possess antifungal properties. So, chitin doesn't make up a major component of the candida cell wall membrane, so therefore the candida cell wall suppressor 
chitin synthesis inhibitor, or lufeniron, is going to have much of an effect against candida. And studies show that it doesn't have any antifungal effect. So that, in its, that seems to indicate that lufeniron wouldn't be effective. And here's what's interesting. There's one um, site out there that's been selling lufeniron for a long time, otherwise known as Candida Cleanser. And what they had to say about lufeniron and its ability to kill candida is along these lines. They say, it is my opinion that candis candidiasis, which is a candida infection, is an incurable infection. Mycelial candida, which is the fungal form, can only be suppressed, not cured. So this is, these are people who have been treating or selling this lufeniron for many years to people, claiming that it um, gets rid of candida. Yet on their own site, if you read carefully and you look into the site, you'll find that they don't believe it happens. And in this case, I believe the woman's husband still has it, and all he can ever do is suppress it. Now on the same website that sells this lufeniron, they have pictures of inflammatory skin conditions that responded to lufeniron treatment, which is interesting. Now the people who had the skin conditions were of the belief that their skin infection was candida. But that uh, leaves out a lot of other possibilities. For instance, a deficiency of serine uh, protease inhibitors. So serine proteases, those are a certain type of protease enzymes, enzymes that break down protein. So if someone has, uh, you should always have a balance between the enzymes and the inhibitors of the enzymes so you don't go over or under. And um, it's interesting to note that a deficiency of serine protease inhibitors often can play a role in creating skin conditions, especially inflammatory skin conditions. Now, the website implies the healing seen in the pictures was created by Lufeneron's antifungal effect against Candida. And that's just an interpretation. Of course, an interpretation which helps to sell their product. But from the known action of serine protease inhibitors, it seems much more likely that this was due to its serine protease inhibition effect, which is how lufeneron functions in tissues, whether it be animals or humans. It inhibits serine proteases. Um, and I've talked frequently about how people misinterpret what they see and notice, and this would be a classic example. I've pointed out to these people that they should actually be marketing their product as a serine protease inhibitor for people who have runaway skin inflammatory conditions. Now, candida can create inflammatory skin conditions and is often linked to that, but you may also have a case where you have too much um, serine proteases in the tissues. Um, so it's just something to keep in mind. There's oftentimes misinterpretation of what we, we diagnose ourselves with and what we think we're treating and the effect that it might be having on what we think it's having. So it all gets very confusing. I, I get confused trying to go back over it all the time. Uh, Lufeneron has demonstrated the ability to damage intestinal cells and intestinal cell junctions. So these can be reasons, I mean, it doesn't seem to have an antifungal effect, but it also has toxicity, which is common to most medications. Um, what research has shown is that lufeneron can damage intestinal cells 
and intestinal cell junctions, where the cell junctions are what hold the cells together. When you lose that effect of the cell junctions, then you're prone to leaky gut. And that's where leaky gut comes in. It's the loss of those cell junction barriers. So lufeneron can interfere with the structure of healthy cell junctions. Um, by interfering with chitin, it doesn't have much of an effect on humans, but it can have an effect on the bacteria, the beneficial bacteria of the body. So lufeneron can interfere with the structure of healthy intestinal bacteria. It has demonstrated that by doing this, that it can predispose people to more inflammation in the gut or leaky gut. And the goal of any approach to restoring balance to the intestinal flora, the immune system responses, candida, should always consider any potential risk. And based on this, I would never recommend lufeneron. There's just too many risks associated with it. If an excess amount of serine proteases are present, it's possible that lufeneron may help to prevent runaway inflation. Protease inhibition is a mechanism used against AIDS, cystic fibrosis, uh, some cancers, um, where runaway inflammation is a common factor. But lufeneron, in my opinion, has too many other risks. Uh, 1999 study at Texas A&M University showed that uh, an unexpected result of lufeneron treatment was the inhibition of epithelial cell differentiation in the intestinal tract. So that means the cells that would be growing to repair cells that are dying in the intestinal tract, that growth would be inhibited. So that would be one way that you would predispose somebody to leaky gut. Uh, lufeneron bioaccumulates. It can bioaccumulate in the environment. It can bioaccumulate in the tissues. Um, but it definitely accumulates. Um, for this reason, it's, it's one of the substances which has been banned for cell in use in Europe. Um, Lufeteron as a medication also has adverse effects. Uh, adverse effects reported in dogs and cats, because it's a flea medication for dogs and cats where they track these effects, include vomiting, uh, lethargy, depression, diarrhea, anorexia, and reddened skin. Um, now the anorexia thing is very interesting because the one of the sites that sells uh, Lufeteron uh, they call it candida cell wall suppressor, uh, cites the weight loss that people have experienced. So then again, if you think you're taking the substance and you're losing weight, but that's a good thing. That actually may be a side effect due to how it adversely affects the tissues and prevents the absorption of nutrients or increases inflammation and prevents, uh, prevents the absorption of nutrients. So again, how you interpret what you're seeing may not always be an accurate uh, explanation for what's happening. So from this, it doesn't seem that Lufeneron or the Candida Cleanser cell wall uh, suppressor is a very safe product to use. Uh, its sale uh, to the public is now banned in Europe. Uh, and Europe, which tends to ban many chemicals long before the U.S. ever does, is uh, a good thing to pay attention to. Um, so again, if you have an inflammatory skin condition and you're taking Lufeneron and you have a good effect, that may not be related to Candida so much as it would be related to an excess amount of serine proteases in the tissues. Um, Lufeneron can
candida cell wall suppressor, chitin synthesis inhibitor. Um, these are things that have been shown to have no antifungal effect, and yet they do demonstrate a certain amount of toxicity, as well as the uh, potential to cause uh, leaky gut. And um, also by inhibiting the ability of the intestinal cells to be replaced or repaired, that could also predispose someone to other conditions or other malabsorption syndromes. So um, when it comes to lufeneron, I wouldn't take it. Uh, I, I know other practitioners who recommend against it. Um, uh, another person out there, Dr. Baker, uh, has seen uh, really only negative effects in his patients and has strongly recommended against it. Um, I think he has a YouTube video that explains a little bit more about that. Um, so it's, it's something I would avoid. And so along those lines, uh, I do have a couple of case studies that, that seem to prove this out. Uh, a while back, I had someone who consulted with me about doing uh, the Candida plan, my diet, along with taking uh, Lufeneron. I told him that I wouldn't recommend using uh, this um, flea medication slash insecticide, which was designed for animals, in humans. Um, if he wanted to use it in a pet, you know, it probably has um, greater efficacy there, better use there, but not in humans. Uh, to me, it seemed like it had some unknown risk associated with it, and this is what I explained to him. Uh, he assured me that after talking to one of the distributors uh, uh, on this website, uh, they told him he would be okay and there was no harm in its use. You know, I wished him well as uh, I was not going to be a part of it. Um, I mean, I was glad to help give guidance where the plan was involved, but um, I didn't really feel that condoning the use of Lufeneron would be beneficial and may even affect the body negatively. Well, as it was, uh, three weeks later, he emailed me and told me that he now had leaky gut. So that was an exact match of what you could expect from using uh, candida cell wall suppressor lufeneron in humans. Um, that's just the way it acts in the body. So this person used it and wound up having leaky gut. Um, I didn't really ever follow up with him after that, but um, uh, I don't know what he did. I don't actually think he completed the candida plan. Uh, I think he just kind of gave up on, any, on everything, which is one of, the, one of the risks and one of the problems I see with a lot of these products that are being sold. Many people come to realizing they have candida and finally realizing that that's what they need to treat. And then if they are taken in by many of these websites, which sell a lot of different cures, then that may be the only, the only time they try it and they go back into medicine, medication, which generally doesn't recognize it or gives you drugs, which we've talked about in previous episodes. I did have another woman um, who consulted with me. Um, this was after she had um, taken uh, Lufeneron for uh, 45 days. Um, she wrote and stated that shortly after completing Claire Davidson's Candida Cleanse 45-day treatment, so let me just back up here and just explain a little bit about this. Um, Claire Davidson is actually a fictitious name. The uh, people who sell the Candida cell wall suppressor um, used to have a very long, long uh, 
scrolling page, you just scroll down forever. They put pictures of um, alien from movies or lots of images, uh, lots of language to scare people into doing it. They originally stated that this their protocol was um, came from a woman named Claire Davidson, and one of the things that happens in some of these sites out there is they actually make up names of people. And this is a made-up person. This person never existed. And, um, but they use this, and there are other websites that do this also. Uh, there's another one out there. Um, there are actually two others that I know of. And uh, Linda, Linda Allen, supposedly a nat naturopathic doctor, does not exist. But the, that website uses this made-up person to sell books on Candida. So what the people at Candida Cell Wall Suppressor were doing was creating this woman who had Candida and she found a way to overcome it. It's all this very appealing story. And that's the same story with Linda Allen. This woman couldn't figure out, nobody could figure out Candida for her, so she figured out a way to do it herself. And now she's going to share this secret with everybody in the world. So what happened with this person? They did this 45-day treatment, um, the Claire Davidson treatment, um, and they developed a strange symptom their saliva started to thicken and bubble. And they state that now it's quite viscous, rubbery, I'd say. So they use this treatment, they use this inhibitor of serine proteases, which might affect other proteases in the body, proteases that would thin the mucus. So by damaging the ability of the body to produce proteases, they now had this very thick, uh, rubbery, bubbly mucus that they were coughing up every day. Um, by interfering with the action of the enzymes in her body, she was now unable to thin out the mucus secretions that her body was producing. And I haven't followed up with her. I think uh, she emailed me a few times. Uh, a few months later, I, I sent her an email to find out how she was doing. I had given her some suggestions to follow up with, and she still was having the problem. So by doing this... Um, flea medication, she actually had created more of a long-term imbalance in her body on another level. And, I mean, that's what you can expect to happen sometimes. When you treat candida as though it exists in a test tube, not connected to anything else, then you're going to have problems. And you may also find that you don't really have any success. When you treat candida, you have to treat the whole body because you only have a candida problem because you have an imbalance in the whole body. So you have to be careful of the approach. You want to use an approach that has been proven, uh, proven that it's safe, proven over you know, decades of use. Um, the Candida Cell Wall Suppressor site was launched in July of 2013 by a gentleman who has a background in the internet business, not somebody who knows about health, not somebody who knows even about Lufeneron prior to starting to sell it and definitely someone who doesn't know anything about Candida. So um, you have to be careful. I wouldn't ever recommend Lufeneron. Um, it's something that can create problems for the body, and you could end up with a worse problem than you, than you started with. That's it for today's show. I hope you found it uh, informative and useful. Um, check out our Facebook group, Dr. McCombs Candida Plan. We're on Twitter. Uh, check out our blog at candidaplan.com. Uh, you can also be found on the Huffington Post, Natural News, Cure Zone, 
and as a guest on other podcasts and radio shows. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you join us again for our next episode.